Hey, here we are. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about shining. Welcome, Welcome to Inspired, Inspired to Shine. Hey guys, welcome to Inspired to Shine. So happy you're joining us today. I'm here with Jasmine, Andrea. Hi guys. Hello. Okay, we have a topic for you. Um, as we have been talking about different things that are going on with us, in case, just to recap, those of you who are showing up, we are all in very different places in our lives. And that has led us into the topic that we're going to talk about today. And that is being in dis different seasons um, and spaces in your life. So, Drea? Yeah, is, let's talk about what yeah. we are all in right now. Yeah, yeah you okay. go first. Go ahead. Should I explain mine? Okay. Yeah. So, right now, I am like 30-something. <laughs> I'm at my birthday next month. And I have two little babies. They are two year, years old and eight months old. And, you know, been married 13 years, 14 years-ish. And that's kind of like the family season that I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I've had my own business for a couple of years and my own, you know, brick and mortar, but then I've been like in business for 14, 15 ish years. So you're in that early phase of being a mom. Yeah. So that's my family so, season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am almost about to turn 30 this year. This is Jasmine talking. Jas it's Jasmine. Sorry. If you haven't learned my voice yet. Um, I have, this is my second marriage. I have two stepchildren who are in elementary school and my husband is currently, well, he has been in a different country for over a year. He's about to come home. So we did a big transition recently about, um, about changing, like we changed our life to be separate and now we're getting ready to be back to all together again and have a family unit all happening whilst I change, uh, do a big change in my career and start to run my own business. And I, this is Carrie, um, you guys know a lot about me already. <laughs> I am, I'm like the old, I'm the old lady of our group, <laughs> but I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel like I'm old when I'm with these guys, but I am in the stage where I, I have four kids, but three of them have flown the coop and I have a teenager at home. Um, so I've gone through all the busy season of, you know, little babies and teething and not sleeping. And um, I now get to enjoy older kids and a brand new grandbaby and a teenager that I can go do fun stuff with. So that's where I am in that cycle. And, you know, you guys know some of the other stuff I've already done. So yeah, there's so, so much to say. Yeah. This is just like an so, overview. So as we kind of started talking about this topic, you know, there were Jasmine and I have a little bit more free time to be doing things and meeting people and starting to get things organized. And Drea has created this whole cool space and is super, has a full roster of clients and things like that. And yet she also needs to be home and not miss that time with her precious time with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm back. very much in like, how do you get babysitters and all the things to like balance life? Not that there's such a thing as balance, but trying to create harmony in all of your choices and following your values and all those things. Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, so I think that we, when we were talking about last night, you know, deciding on the topic that we we're going to talk about, I kind of brought up this idea that, um, don't, don't think that just because someone is running around 
8,000 miles an hour that they are doing more than you. Because I think that some people just run around, like Carrie said, I have more free time right now, but I'm also trying to get a lot of things accomplished in a short amount of time because I know that in two weeks, three weeks, when my husband comes home, I'm going to kind of be MIA. So I want to pre-do all these things, whereas other people can kind of slow burn and take their time to do something. So I think you ha- you can't compare your busyness to someone else's busyness and think that that's like a badge of honor. Like they're mm-hmm. so much more busier mm-hmm. than me, then that means they're doing more than me. Um, cause that's, that's just not the case. They, they could be doing more for a reason because here soon they're not going to have time or they could be just running around and not getting anything done because they don't have any sort of aim or yeah. balance I, or anything. And then to me, that leads into looking at the season that somebody else is in and thinking, Oh, that's like, I, I miss having my little kids around. Like I would go back again and do that in a minute. But at the same time, I love this season I'm in with my kids, my big kids Mm -hmm. and being able to do fun stuff with them. I remember um, distinctly when I had my third baby and being so envious um, of my sisters-in-law who had older kids and we were at a particular family outing. And I was so grumpy because I was just stuck with this baby. (laughs) Now, mind you, years earlier, all I wanted in this whole world was a baby and I couldn't get one yet. <laughs> like it took a while. And, and so I just remember feeling like, Oh, okay. Now I have, now I have three and I wish I was, I wish my kids were older so I could play and I wasn't stuck here on yeah. the beach doing baby stuff. Yeah. So yeah, don't always think that somebody else's season, like learn to be gracious and look at where you are and appreciate where you are for what it is. That, that reminds me of something I used to tell myself all the time. It's like, whenever I'm struggling with a problem, I stop and remember this used to be something I prayed for, like, you know, uh-huh. like the problem I'm feeling right now, like, wait, stop, be grateful. This used to be something I was praying for. Yes. Um, but that also brought to mind, like one of the quotes that I found last night studying for this, I was um, reading a blog post and it, this is one of the quotes. It said, um, unease, anxiety, tension, stress, worry. These are all forms of fear. They are caused by too much future and not enough presence. Mm-hmm. Guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, and all forms of non-forgiveness are caused by too much past and not enough presence. That's Eckhart Tolle. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> oh my gosh, like that's, that's like so, yeah, that's that Tolle. book, like yeah. the power of now, so so powerful, and how much how much peace and joy will we find if we are living and enjoying right our present? Now. And I think it also, when when Jasmine was talking, it came to mind that it can be like a self-love piece to to be like, are we like not valuing ourselves in this present moment and how amazing we are in this actual moment? Mm -hmm. And and are we just like, like judging and like using the judgment as something to fill that void of not feeling really how much, like really getting in touch with the feels of our, about ourselves. That's Mm -hmm. like one thing I am. I've recently become super passionate about is this idea of sitting in your feelings and being present with your feelings and not trying to busy your way out of them Mm, because you're not going to, you're not going to get away from them. You're going to feel your feelings now, or you're going to feel them in the future. Um, and like, and that's what like Reiki, I hate always to come back to Reiki, but that's where like blocks come in your body. That's where, you know, a lot of people who really, really believe in Reiki, like at an extreme level, believe that when you push your feelings down, they can cause diseases. It can cause things in your body. And I'm not saying that 
that's always the answer. I mean, obviously things well, just happen. Well, and Reiki can be exchanged for just the word energy work or whatever. Doing your inner work. Yeah. If we make it like a broad, a huge, yeah. huge broad thing, and just and that's kind of all also in the mindfulness practice that we preach all the time, and just being in the moment and being right now. But when you when you try to busy your way and you try to like keep yourself hustling out of all the things that you're feeling sometimes. Yeah. Okay. That can be good if, if you're doing it for the moment, but if you're doing that and you're noticing that you're doing it all of the time to avoid these deeper feelings, eventually it will catch up with you. And it's, it's better in my opinion to deal with that now and, and to kind of ease into starting to feel that as opposed to trying to feel that, trying to feel that void all the time with being busy and judging and being mindful of like in thinking of other people, just think about yourself and what you're doing because Mm -hmm. once you, once you feel really true in yourself, I think you stop thinking as much about what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. stop comparing. So I really like this um, quote that I found and it just says, appreciate where you are in your journey. Even if it's not where you want to be, every season serves a purpose. So, you know, we know, we know where we want our business to be in two years and and yet I'm so appreciative of how much fun we're having right now creating what we're doing, right? But how discouraging would it be if I compared what we're doing to somebody who's been doing it for 10 years and has built everything up and gets to just take off and things run themselves and mm-hmm. all the money's pouring in, right? That would be super discouraging. But to really appreciate this for what it is, like appreciate where you are in the moment. And I can now, you know, appreciate where Andrea is with her little kids and, you know, be super excited about what Jasmine has going on. So just appreciating and, and being, having grace and being gracious with yourself and just recognizing and being so grateful for what has brought you to the present moment Yeah, where you are. And not only like, like we're talking about like honoring your own season, but also like you're saying, like with judging other people's seasons or whatever, like honor their season, like being grateful that they're in their different mm-hmm. season and pouring love, getting good so, karma from like appreciating mm-hmm. what they got going on instead of judging or like, or being envious, envious or yeah. But because oh, I was just going to say envy is always a good um, learning tool. Like judgment is always a good learning tool to be like, okay, let me tap into why I'm feeling that. Why is that coming up mm-hmm. and getting to the core underlying um, reason. Right. Cause we can look at other people and go like, you know, if you are, say you're trying to get pregnant and somebody else is on their third accidental pregnancy, right. That can feel, that can feel kind of yucky if you're, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a, that's a legit thing. Or, you know, I've tried three businesses and why does it seem like her thing always works? But so there can be this like discord between where you are and where someone else is, especially if it's someone that you are close to. So how do you, how would you guys say that you handle that when you know someone in your life has something that you also were wanting and, and striving for? And you're faced with that. So how would you deal with like a family member or a close friend that you found yourself in those kind of scenarios with? I think it's always hard. And I, um, I wish I can say that I never feel jealousy and I never feel like this, that envy feeling. Cause I think that's just a human emotion. Um, 
But lately what I've really been trying to do is just be, you know what, be in me and be really true to who I am. And um, so, so in my situation, like I always thought I would have my own biological children and obviously I don't. And now I don't want them. I, I love my sub kids and I get a lot of time with them. And I, at the beginning of um, my marriage and of my time where we became this family unit, I used to be so jealous of um, my husband's ex-wife because she got to be the mom. She got to have the young time. She has a really close relationship with um, Parker's whole family. And I didn't have that yet. And then like, it was hard. It was so hard on me. And I was so angry. And I really, you know, we fought a lot about it because of that. And what I finally had to do was I just had to be and say, you know what, that's not it's not my season to have that moment with them. It's not my time to have that. And I will, I just have to be true to who I am and it will all work out. And now fast forward a year, I have a great relationship with my stepkids. I get to have them all the time and I'm starting to form really cool relationships with Parker's family that are very much my own. And I think that if I would have forced that or pushed that to happen sooner, which I, which I was trying to do, it just didn't work out. (laughs) I was not very successful at forcing it to happen. I don't think I would have the same quality relationships that I have now. So I don't know. I think you just have to look back on past experiences and that's how you learn to be better. Yeah. And there's a roundabout way of answering that question. I feel like what I was hearing was um, just if you see a judgment come up, find out what thing, what are you doing? Are you shooting on yourself like that my life should be this certain way and it's not, or are you finding something out about yourself that is more true to who you are that you get to actually step into and live into. So for me, when I find that I'm judging someone or jealous of someone, um, like I'm either like, uh, I should be there. I should be there. And I'm super judging myself. Does that make sense? Like where you're like, Oh, this is the way this is supposed to go. This is the way my business is supposed to go. This is the way a family is supposed to be. Like you're supposed to like cute little, like family, all this normal way or what is normal. Right. Yeah. Are you shooting on yourself about that? Like, I don't know. I just think that's a good example of like, obviously that's a negative. Right. And then it's like, or am I judging or envious because I am, finding out that there's this inner part of myself that I'm not loving that is resonating with that so much so that my heart is just like bursting with like, look, there it is. Look, there it is. And that's why the emotion comes up so strongly Mm -hmm. in the judgment. And I'm reading it as, I hate them because of this. But actually when you really tap into the emotion, it's trying to teach you something. It's trying to teach you. This is an unloved part of yourself that you're not allowing to fully express. And and it's like, oh, cool. Awareness. Awesome. Awareness. Thank you. Send yeah. good karma and thank you-ness to that person. And then it will help you to, you know, journal on that, get more clear on that. Um, start to, and then, start and then to maybe that's, try it on. Maybe that's yeah. a way of showing you, ah, that is something that I really want in my yeah, life. And you never realized okay? before. Like I don't, let's just that awareness of maybe that is something that I, that I want in my life. And then I would say that then the next step is to just trust, to just mm-hmm. trust in whatever your higher power is. Um, and letting go and surrender was one of my other yeah, quotes. So that's with, where with I was the like, seasons of our life. Do you, yeah, let me find it. Like okay. surrendering and just trusting that, you know what, what is best for me and my path is going to show up. And yeah. if I allow it to come into my life in the right time and season, then that is the highest. I mean, that is what's going to serve me the best. So I did not, did I love going through infertility and being sad and, 
um, not wanting to go to things and not want to be around people for the years that I went through that. No, no, that sucked. It was so hard. And, and yet now, as I look back, my first baby came at exactly the right time. It came when it was supposed to come. It came when it was, he came when he was supposed to come and I was supposed to start that when I, when I started that we were supposed to have that time without kids and I was supposed to learn those lessons. And so trusting and surrendering that your time will come. Well, that's how I feel too. Like when you think about people who got divorced or whatever, people ask, people often ask me like, do you regret your first marriage? I got married super young guys. I was 17 when I got married. I do not regret my first marriage at all. I don't think, and I, my, my husband now, and I talk about it all the time. I would not have been prepared for Parker had I not been married before. And I just wouldn't be, and if I would have rushed mm-hmm. through that and I would have rushed all those things to happen and some people made them happen faster than me, but no. And I any, wouldn't be any judgment on that is another supposed doing or yeah. shitting. It's like nothing needs to look a certain way. Yeah. It just has to be true to who you are yeah. and true to your life, not true to what other people think. Yeah. You have a yeah. quote for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. The quote was, um, those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. And that's from A Course in Miracles. Um, Gabby Bernstein says this one a lot. That's funny. I wrote I that, that down one. yesterday. Really? I was like, oh, go back. Cause I heard that on something else. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Gabby Bernstein always says, when you think you've surrendered, surrender some more. (laughs) I love that. Um, Yes. She taught me that lesson and it's served me so well over the last couple of years as I've like, it just has, I think that's what's brought so much peace. Yeah. Well, and we say that all the time, like as we're growing this business together, I think we say that to Mm -hmm. each other so much, like it'll happen. Yep. Surrender. We'll have all these ideas and we'll have these, we'll have these few minutes of like, okay, how do we make this work? How do we put this with that? Okay. How do we make this space work for that? And then we take a breath and we're like, we have to just like be present. Okay. Okay. Let's see how it works itself out because it will work itself out. And all the things that are supposed to happen will happen in the time when we take that, that, take that space. They're supposed to happen too. Yeah. Do you guys got anything else? Because I have a cool quote. You got it. You got this long quote you've been staring at for a hot minute. <laughs> do it. I just do love it because I feel like it just like brings up, puts it all into a neat little package. Um, and this is Joel Osteen. Um, Osteen, remember that every season is not a growing season. Every season is not harvest. There are seasons of watering, seasons of planting, seasons of pulling up weeds and fertilizing the ground. These are important seasons. They are the times. They are times of testing where God is seeing what you're made of. Are you going to keep a good attitude when you're not making progress? Are you going to do the right thing when you're not seeing growth? Have faith and patience. Oh, this made me think a lot of stuff. Me okay. too. <laughs> so do you have more? I don't want to cut you off. No, go. Um, so just last night, um, I had a bit of a session with someone. And I usually, I love that most of the time when clients leave my office, they're like super relaxed and super chill. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not the case yesterday. Um, the person was feeling very uneasy and they weren't sure. And and I, in my mind, I just keep hearing, it, it is their time to feel. It is their time to feel. Ooh, it is their good. time to feel. Just be quiet and patient. And we had a really quiet – usually I talk a lot during meditation, so it was a really quiet session. I didn't talk a lot because I felt like it was just – I was holding space for that person to feel. And sometimes the best way for us to help and the best way for us to grow is just being in it. Just being mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Just, I get this card like a lot when I pull Oracle cards. It's called the void. And um, at the first time I pulled it, I was like, oh man, this is like, this is not good. 
but then I read the meaning of the card and, um, and it is, it's just this beautiful space where you just have to be in it for a minute and you will see, and in the picture is like a black hole, but like there's a big light at the end of the hole. And, and that's to me is like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We have all heard that there's, mm-hmm. you have to be in that void to mm-hmm. find that light. If you aren't in that void, then, and you're just in this goodness all the time, then what is goodness if you don't have the moment where you have to kind of feel? So I always, I talk a lot about that. Like, I'm not going to give you a perfect life and I'm not going to give you rainbows and kittens all the time because that's not a thing. Um, But I can help you really get through those times and find that void or find that, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. And awesome. I think that's what we're all looking for. And I, when I was like doing a live yesterday, one of the things that really, I don't know if I got it out clearly enough, was that sometimes when we know we have to go through these things, when we resist what's oh, happening, yeah, yeah. Oh. that that can make us so much harder, yeah. so much harder. And if we'll just take it down a notch and just be like, allow to feel it. And again, be in the present with it. Just be in the present and just allow what's happening to happen and and learn from it and just feel it. Yeah. Like you were saying, yeah. just feel it. And then it can be like if it's something that's painful or a struggle or whatever, it will be less painful and less hard if we just accept and ask for grace and let it do its thing, run its course, and then come out on the other side. Yeah. I mean, all these concepts are so much easier said than done, but I think when you start to think about it and be mindful and I think that's it it easier. I think that's Um, it. I think it's a matter of being mindful, listening that this is just one more thing that I could, you know, how can I, how can this, how can I fit this in my life? Where does this fit? And then, you know, kind of learning and taking it bit by bit and don't swallow the whole thing all at once, but just mm-hmm. allow yourself to move to the next place of, of feeling good with where you are. If it's something that you're pushing up against. One thing that I wanted to say really quick before we end was something I'm learning right now is that there's layers of seasons, I think to my life. I don't know if this is real. Is this real? Cause let me tell you what you guys think. I'm like, I want things to be super black and white and super like, Andrea, it's a winter, like just be uh-huh. in winter. But then like, it's a summer, like it's a super productive over here in my business. But okay. So I think there's just layers like in my family life, like with my kids right now, I need to be present with my kids, but in my business, like there's certain things happening and I'm, I get all confused with like the different layers of the season. So I'm going to keep oh, thinking on that. Think like I think that could be a whole different, a whole different, cause I just think there's something there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Too. So not being so like mad at it, not being super black and white, but being open to receiving answers to that is kind of where I feel like I'm sitting in that right now. So yeah, I think just being present where you're at is like the short answer to that. Just whatever, what's most important is what's right in front of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and just kind of keep rolling, keep on, keep on, keep (laughs) keep it on. So think about the season that you're in. We want you to tune into what is going on for you in your life and feel free to reach out to us in the show notes. We'll have some ways that you can find us and um, yeah, we'll have, yeah. ways to connect and like, yeah, chat. We love chat with chatting you guys about with you guys and, that you're in. and hearing things that you have to say about the episode. Yeah. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode today. We hope you found something that's super valuable to you. We would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. 
And I'll leave our Instagram, a link to join our private Facebook group, and an email address in the show notes. If you love today's show, we'd love to have you leave us a review or share it with a friend. Always remember you owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed of being. Have an amazing day.